I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Rio Grande Valley Partnership serves as the Chamber of Commerce for the whole Rio Grande Valley. On a monthly basis, the RGV Partnership hosts business tours of locations in cities throughout the Rio Grande Valley. Recently, the RGV Partnership hosted the Why Westlaco Works Tour. Before the tour, commercial developers, economic development, and city staff reviewed ongoing projects. According to business developer Craig Garnsway of the brokerage firm Corporate Asset Partners, some national franchise restaurants in Westlaco are among the busiest in the United States. The number one Dairy Queen in the entire country is located in Westlaco, Texas. They're about to do a second one, I think. Business developer Craig Garansway of the brokerage firm Corporate Assets Partners outlined some of the assets that his company develops throughout the United States and also in the Rio Grande Valley and Westlaco. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate being part of the panel, uh, being associated with such esteemed colleagues. Uh, my name is Craig Garansway, and my companies are Corporate Asset Partners, which is a brokerage company. Uh, currently, Corporate Asset Partners has a portfolio of about 3.6 million square feet that we manage and operate. Uh, 1.2 million square feet at Forum Olympia Parkway in San Antonio. Uh, 900,000 square foot Columbus um, Park Crossing, which is in uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, 900,000 square foot power project similar to the Forum in San Antonio. Uh, along with our portfolio down in the Rio Grande Valley. Um, we've completed several developments down in, in South Texas, uh, Brownsville, Texas. <coughs> we were able to uh, complete the AT&T and the McDonald's located down in Morrison in 77. Uh, over in Harlingen, Texas, we completed a redevelopment of the Target Anchor Project by TJ Maxx. Freddy's Frozen Custards, uh, Vision Works, and others. Uh, recently in San Juan, we've completed a, a periphery uh, anchored retail development to the HEV Plus, that's about 18,000 square feet with the top of Palenque. Uh, in McAllen, uh, at 10, excuse me, 10th and Trenton, uh, we did the AT&T flagship store over there, uh, as well as in Edinburgh, uh, created a path for Taco Palenque. We needed to alleviate some pressure from their uh, 281 and Trenton location. Um, the other companies that we operate is Garrett Group, which is our development company, uh, which completed the development of all the South Texas assets we just talked about. Um, as we were completing projects throughout the Rio Grande Valley, from east to west, a lot of our tenants were putting Westlaco on the map and for a lot of the reasons that all the speakers, you know, predicted, uh, Westlaco works because it's a real city. Um, there is a medical community. You have residential growth. You've got airports, um, education, high schools, college, trade. So all of the ingredients that build to a thriving community, and retail follows the rooftops, 
industrial brings the rooftops, and so you've got the culmination of all those ingredients which are coming together to create a hub for the Mid-Valley, and that's, I think, what accredits a lot of the, the growth and, and, and what you're seeing in, uh, in the Westlaco growth um, down here in the Rio Grande Valley. Some of the items that we looked at uh, in evaluating Westlaco and understanding the, the due diligence part of the retail experience is understanding the sales and the volumes. And we really dug into what the retailers were doing in Westlaco. And on a categorically basis, um, the sales that the restaurants are producing and the retailers are anywhere from 30 to 40% above the market average. And so you kind of look at that and dial back and dig into each one of those and try to understand why they're doing so well. So if you look at just kind of, on average, the burger groups, their market average, Westlaco is about 35% above what those same stores are doing on a market average. If you look at the chicken guys, it's about 34% above what the market average is. Sit-down restaurants, 40%. And then you take those same retailers, dial back to their other existing locations that provide very similar sales numbers, and then look at the chemical uh, makeup of that demographic profile, and you're talking about trade areas in for example, Far, Texas, where you've got a three-mile radius with 82,000 people and an average income of about you know, $62,000. Well, it's very similar to what you're experiencing in Westlaco. Then you pop out five miles, and they go to a population of 225,000 people. You do the same thing in Westlaco. Three miles, you get about 62,000 people. Five miles you get 107,000 people. And so Westlaco is able to produce greater volumes with 32% less people at three miles and 110% less people at five miles. And so what that tells me is there's a lack of categories. People are revisiting the same places over and over and over. The number one Dairy Queen in the entire country is located in Westlaco, Texas. They're about to do a second one, I think. Um, so there's a lot of great reasons why Westlaco is experiencing the growth that it is. And I think, you know, the community has been underserved. The retailers are telling us that, you know, there's a lot of hungry people here. And I think that, you know, Westlaco now is being put on the map because of the success from the national credit tenants who've come in and demonstrated that there is a market here and that you could substantiate a business. And so if that, that success begets success and, and Westlaco will be the beneficiary of new retail. Uh, that's a little bit about me. This is uh, one of our projects, uh, Northbridge. We've got a 10-acre project. This is a real good uh, aerial showing you the the retail and the power of retail in Westlaco. Our site's 10 acres right across from the promotional, uh, really what I call the promotional power district uh, for retail in Westlaco. And so this is a little bit of zoomed in aerial showing the access. Um, you know, we're right in the heart of, of all of the traffic with Lowe's and Academy, JCPenney's. Um, 
TJ Maxx, HEB, uh, incredible churches, education all the way around, great access. That's why we chose this site. Um, this is our site plan, 10 acres. We're going to build about. That's that's an old site plan. This is this is how retail, how fluid it is. We took this site plan out to market, and the retailers came back and told us that we needed to cut it up to give them more drive-throughs because everybody wanted to have a drive-through restaurant. And so we chopped those two 20,000 square foot buildings into um, about four plus or minus 9,000 square foot buildings, four pad sites out front. Uh, we're about to execute our first lease with the National Credit uh, Burger user. And then we've got interest from oh, probably about 18 to 20,000 square feet of restaurants in the retail buildings. Um, we'll hopefully start construction on this project first quarter of 2022. Estimated delivery should be August of 22, uh, with tenants opening fourth quarter to first quarter of 2023. Um, this is about a $15 million project, consisting of about 40,000 square feet of retail with four pad sites. Westlaco City Manager Steve Valdez closed out Garen Sway's remarks with his comment about the Olive Garden franchise in Westlaco. Those are amazing numbers. I, I try to get those numbers from him so we could create a press release because that's crazy to see the differences that are that are being made here. Uh, just real one quick note off of what he was saying. Uh, we had heard uh, of one of our larger uh, restaurants, uh, Olive Garden, that had put out, somebody had put out some information about um, about Olive Garden closing, and apparently it was a nationwide uh, com <clears throat> comment. So Maria and I went to visit and said, you know, I, I, obviously that can't be true, but we just want to confirm. And it turns out that they are the, of 400 stores, they are the highest selling uh, of a 400 store footprint. And they have a smaller footprint considering the size of the location. So uh, we got great numbers in, in Westlaco, and Craig did all the research to, to identify that, so thank you. On a monthly basis, the Rio Grande Valley Partnership hosts business tours of locations in cities throughout the Rio Grande Valley. This is one of a series of podcasts from a recent Why Westlaco Works tour hosted by the Chamber of Commerce for the whole Rio Grande Valley, the Rio Grande Valley Partnership. The CEO of the Rio Grande Valley Partnership is Sergio Contreras. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.